It's just so good to be in the presence of the Lord tonight. Had a good day today. Don't always have a good day. Had a great day today. Uh, seems like when I'm uh, up to preach on, the, on Thursday night or Sunday night, it just seems like work just is the worst that week for whatever reason. And I just had a wonderful day today and just seemed like the Lord was giving me peace about everything. I've, I've been, uh, we sang a song on choir tour, or I sang a song, uh, sung the verses on a song called Take Me Back, or "Take Taking It Back. And it talks about David's life, and, and the more we sang that song and the more I thought about David's life and I began to study about David, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about David tonight about pursuing the enemy. You know, I thought, um, I think a lot of times in the world today, in the Christian world today, we got a lot of Christians that are on the defensive side. Not so much being defensive, but they're just trying to defend against the enemy. They're just trying to defend the enemy against their, their family or their life or, you know, just trying to make it. And I believe we don't have enough Christians going on the offensive side and trying to do something to gain ground on the devil. And, and as Brother Chase was talking about taking a step forward, I believe, you know, that we have to be an offensive Christian. And I was thinking, and I'm sure everyone has seen a boxing match one, one way or the other, whether it be your siblings growing up or a professional boxing match or whatever it may be. Um, but I thought, you know, as a lot of boxers, they'll get in and they'll hold their gloves up like this, trying to defend themselves. But, and, and you know, they're, and sometimes they'll defend themselves through, uh, uh, you know, half the, half the, uh, half the fight. But there comes a time where if they're going to win, they're going to have to stop defending themselves and go on the offensive side. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there's ever been a boxing match, match that's been won without a punch thrown or, or somewhere along the line going on the offensive. Now, someone might prove me wrong after service, looked up a YouTube video, somebody had a heart attack or something at the beginning of a boxing match. But, uh, I, you know, I thought we, we've got to be a Christian that goes on the offensive side. Uh, you know, I thought as uh, a lot of times, I love to hear the testimonies, and I have, I have testimonies in my life of where God just brought me through something. I was going through a battle. Uh, most of you know, most everybody knows about the motorcycle accident I had, and God brought me through that. I wasn't looking for a fight at that time, but God just helped me defend that and, and brought me through the hospital bills, and, and you guys have heard me testify, but I don't want my life to be all about the times that God defended me against battles that I couldn't win myself. I, I want to have testimonies of where I had victory when I stepped out and God helped me through something and I was moving forward and God helped me elevate my spiritual life. Because I believe if we're always just fighting the battle like this, we're never going to gain ground. We're never going to gain ground on the enemy. And I believe tonight we've got to be a Christian on the offensive side. I got a lot of scripture tonight, so I'm not going to ask you to stand. But if you would turn to 1 Samuel, hallelujah, 1 Samuel 17. And that, you, you, 
start in the in the life of David and and we all know he was a shepherd and I thought you know he's probably the best shepherd that I had ever I've ever heard about you know I've never heard of a shepherd that would put his life on the line for his sheep uh, you know we learn we, we hear uh, his his testimony about how God helped him defeat the bear and the lion to, to save his sheep and I, I think that you know David was such a good shepherd he was he was doing everything he could to do where he to be what he, what God had wanted to be at that time, but he he decided to pursue the enemy. First Samuel seventeen and twenty six, and 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 this is when David had come to to meet his brothers and realize what was going on at the battle. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine, and taketh away the approach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine, and he should defy the armies of the living God? And, you know, I thought about this, the start of this scripture, and I think, you know, David, this shepherd boy, comes... And he comes up to these men that are experienced in battle, these men that have, you know, done all the training, everything they need to do, and he walks up and sees a bunch of men that are just trying to defend their camp. They're not doing anything to gain ground, they're just trying to defend their camp. And he sees something wrong. He sees that the enemy is, is taking control. And the people answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and thy naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. And when the words were heard, which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul. And he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth. And be a man of war from his youth. And he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And, you know, I thought of that. A lot of times we got to look back at the victories that God has given us to give us faith to move forward. Uh, you know, God has helped us in so many ways, but if we get stuck with just the testimonies of how God just defended us and, and you know, battles that we wasn't, really in action and trying to get through and God just saved us from that situation we'll never go on the offensive and, and have that faith that it takes to fight the enemy and I you know I, I look at this you know David pursued Goliath somebody and we all know the story obviously and you know this this shepherd boy should have never had to step up 
and take the place of these soldiers. He was amazed at the fear of the Israelites. He persuaded Saul. He didn't walk into the fight with defensive. You know, we see, I think it's verse, 1 Samuel 17, verse 43 and 47. And this is where he goes to face Goliath. <clears throat> I want to take a drink of water because it's, yeah. I never drink the water. Not because it's not good, Brother Gaither. Verse 43, And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. And I thought about that, you know, David did not walk into this fight anywhere close to the defensive. Didn't have any armor, didn't, didn't go into the fight expecting to fight, fight off Goliath. He was coming for one reason, and that was for the offensive. If that didn't work, well, he knew it was going to work because God had delivered him before. God had taken him through, this, through, through these battles before. So David walked into this fight with nothing but the offensive. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. And I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day into the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Hallelujah. David it doesn't seem like he has an ounce of fear. He walked into the battle just knowing he was going to win. He didn't, it doesn't seem like he has any question. He knows exactly what's going to happen in this battle. He, de he, de he defeated the enemy and they fled. 1 Samuel 17, 51. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead... They fled. I believe that as Christians, if we would go on the offensive and start gaining ground on Satan, then we, then, then we would begin to push him away a little bit. You know, if we stand, you know, you look at a, at a boxing match of somebody standing like this, what is the other guy doing? He's not standing back. He's not just waiting for him to get ready to fight. He's hitting him with everything he's got until he'll finally move his hands. And the, and, the, and the problem is, is as Christians, if we live our life on the defensive and never go to the offensive, we'll eventually break down and, 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 and the sin will just take over. We've got to, you know, I thought if we don't go on the offensive, we're never going to grow. We're always going to be complacent. I think that we can confuse complacency with consistency. Uh, you know, if David would have, uh, as a shepherd, lived his life out as a, as a good shepherd, doing everything right, he was consistent, you know, he was always doing what he was told to do, consistently a good shepherd, would he have ever became what he needed to be? Or, was he, or would he have been complacent 
with where he was. And I believe as Christians, we can get so stuck with complacency, thinking that we're okay, you know, we haven't lost ground, we're doing, you know, we're, we're staying, we're, we, we went to last church camp, we're going to this church camp, you know, we're making it through, we're playing, you know, we're fighting the devil off, but if we never gain ground, I, you know, I thought as we're doing this, the breaking of the bread, I, you know, I see two young men that have, have taken some steps on the offensive, they've gained some ground on the devil, Hallelujah. It would have been easy for these young men to back up, you know, and, and hold their arms up and just defend, you know, defend the devil. And, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do this wrong, but I'm not going to do this right either. Hallelujah. We've got we've to be a people that will step out and gain some ground. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You go to 1 Samuel 30. Hallelujah. And this is the story, another story about David is where he pursued the enemy. Chapter 30, verse 1, And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziglag had smitten Z and, and Ziglag, and, since, and had smitten Ziglag and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captives, they were therein, they slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. They were facing complete destruction of their lives, of their, of their town, of their families. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam and the Jezreelites and Abigail the wife of Nabal and the Carmelite and David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him not only is he facing destruction of his life his property his family but now they're turning on him and giving him the blame because the soul of the people was grieved every man for his sons and for his daughters but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God you know, I believe when David encouraged himself in the Lord, he looked back at what God had already brought him through. God had already delivered, delivered him from the bear. God had delivered him from the lion. God had delivered him from Goliath. How could this be any different? Not only did he trust in God at this point, but he went to him for direction. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. You know, he could have completely went into depression. You know, everything had been taken from him. Everybody around him was in the same state of mind that he was. They could have just fell and said, hey, next time they come, we're going to defend them this time. We're going to stand up. We can start over. We can, we can build this city back up. You know, we, we can start over from where we're at, but we'll defend from this point on. But instead, they went and pursued and took back what, what they had taken. He had encouraged himself in the Lord. He took a look back at where God had delivered him before. Hallelujah. Verse 
Verse 16, and when he had brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad upon the earth, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. And David smote them with the twilight, even until the evening of the next day. Now, I, it doesn't sound like to me he went in with defensive. It didn't sound like he stood back from afar waiting for them to attack him and, and you know, he'll hold his ground. He went in on the offensive and, and was going to take, take ground because God had sent him to do it. And there escaped not one man of them, save 400 young men which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives, and there was nothing lacking to them, neither shall nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil, nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all. Hallelujah. I believe if we would if we would trust in God and have the faith to take some steps forward, we could recover some of the things that God's taken from us. David came out victorious. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Three things I feel like that David found while pursuing the enemy in, in a couple of these cases. I feel like David found his purpose. You know, if he would have been complacent as a shepherd, he would have never found his purpose. You know, I was, I was thinking the other day, he could have been a good shepherd. Could have, been, could have been a good shepherd, but God's seen a great king that could do so much more than a good shepherd. And, and I believe, you know, growing as a Christian takes steps. You know, who knows what Brother Wyatt and Brother Chase has in store for him in their life. But tonight, Brother Chase could have took a step forward to finding his purpose. You know, you never know what step, what victory you might, you might get in your life that might take you to the next level that God's trying to lead you to. But it's got to take steps forward. It's got to take, take the offensive. We can't just stand back and try to, try to breathe as a Christian and live. Amen. He found his purpose. He also found his peace. If you turn to Psalms 4, and I'm almost done tonight. Psalms chapter 4 and verse 1. We hear a testimony here of somebody that had experience and God helping them. Verse 1 says, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O ye sons of men, how long will ye turn my glory into shame? How long will ye love vanity and seek after leasing? Selah. But know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart. More than in the, in the time that their corn and their wine increased, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. You know, I, there, I don't know what everybody goes through. I know there's a lot of things that probably nobody knows about except for you tonight. 
But, uh, you know, there's going to be times where, where you are, it maybe it be anxiety, depression, whatever it may be that keeps you up at night. But, you know, we've talked to Carter. You know, he's a little guy, but he uh, deals with fear at night, you know, just uh, like most little boys do. But we've tried to give him scriptures to memorize to go on the offensive. You know, when the devil's fighting him and, and, and trying to make him think that those shadows are people coming in the room, that he can go on the offensive and start quoting scriptures. And I believe that's not just for a little child. I believe if, if someone's going through depression or anxiety or, or whatever it may be, I, I really believe that we can use the Bible to fight against the devil and to gain some ground, take some steps forward and fight back. Uh, the, the, I don't think a Christian was ever meant to, to fight like this. I don't think a Christian was ever meant to, to cow over and just, you know, try to wait until the enemy leaves. Because I can guarantee you the enemy is not going to wear out and, and, and leave. You can defend yourself and defend yourself and defend yourself, but there's going to come a time where you've got to go on the offensive and fight back. Hallelujah. God showed David that he would be there when he called hallelujah he you know he found destruction needed help he knew that he could call right then and get help and find direction and i believe we've got to use you know we've got to use the help that god has given us god is god will lead us and guide us if we just listen to him and let him guide us something else i believe that david found while pursuing the enemy was his protection. Psalms 18. If someone wants to come to the piano. Hallelujah. Psalms 18, 1 through 6. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My buckler and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I, I be saved from mine enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. Think about that, church, even into his ears. Our, our little concerns, our little issues to God reach his ears. Hallelujah. Let's all stand tonight.